This is a disclaimer. The topics that we're discussing are opinion-based and sensitive. Please bear in mind that some language on here will be explicit. If you don't like what you're hearing, please get off the channel. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back. Yo. What's up, man? Man, it's the day before the Super Bowl. I know. I'm actually excited. I want my boy Pat Mahomes to get another one. Another one? Why? Why not? Why not? I don't know, man. He might come out short. Why? Why, why do you say that? Give me your honest. <laughs> give me your honest opinion on this. I gotta hear this. Tell me. Uh, maybe because he's not another Tom Brady. What are you talking about? He's twenty-eight <laughs> and already has two under his belt, bro. He does. Yeah, boy. Well, I didn't know that. Come on, man. Quit playing. All I know is, man, those uh, those tickets, those tickets are spicy expensive. Well, it's not like we going, so what the fuck? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, if I had that money, I was like, I wouldn't even go. I would just, just run out of place and just, just have a party for that amount. Watch it on a big huge screen. It's only going to be expensive because of you know T Swift. Yeah, and it's in Vegas, so you know it's going to be crazy, crazy crowded. Ugh, I can only imagine driving through that's going to be highly annoying that day. Hmm. <clears throat> well, I'm not worried about it. I might be watching it at home. Or I might, I might actually go to a bar. I don't know yet. I'm debating. Just catch the game, eat some, eat some food, and you know, enjoy. Exactly. It'll be a, it'll be a good time to definitely catch some grub for it. Definitely thinking some uh, wings and some celery. This man says celery. Like, <laughs> Yes, gotta have a little extra green for that dipping sauce, you know, to kind of refreshing you from uh, the different what flavors. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Stop it. You goofy as hell. Hey, yo, going aside from the Super Bowl, there's been mm-hmm. an interesting ass week. Yo, a lot has been coming up, man. Yeah, a lot has been actually been happening. That's what I'm saying. And we're not even halfway in the year. It's only two months in. And got it. I knew we were going to start seeing some shit, bro. What yes. have you seen this week, bro? Talk to me. And I'll uh, go into what I said. It was uh, actually yesterday... Um, the Russian president had an interview with Tucker Carlson. Yeah, uh, I heard about it because it's uh, it's all over X. I didn't um, I didn't get to watch it though. You watched it? I, I've I've watched some. I've watched some of it. I, I think like probably like a thirty percent of it. But of what I saw so far, uh, I think part of it was kind of a history lesson. Cause really. Yeah, because part of it was covering about uh, lands that were kind of tiring about to the uh, kind of tied into like Europe and also to Ukraine. And the fact that, uh, you know, this man was a part of the government when the old USSR was falling apart. So, I mean, he definitely was in the deep, especially since... uh, you know, he had ties in with the KGB. So I was like, yeah. Yeah, I know he, I know that one, but so it was like a history lesson about why 
who wants to take over Ukraine or what? Uh, I think I think partly, and I mean, it also he kind of uh lured back to the whole like you know, uh, I think he was a uh, he was I think he I remember he was talking to uh President um uh, Lincoln, and no, not Lincoln, uh, Clinton, and it was seemed like he was asking him, you know, it was a possibility, was there a possibility for him to uh join NATO? You know, because I mean, like, well, you know, even though it was a massive country and it did help out on the war for war too, you know, like, I think when he got back with him on the confirmation, I guess after the dinner, and this was the second time, at first it was like, you know, let me look into it. And then coming back and saying, no, I don't know. It just, it just seems like there's people in other agencies within our government that definitely don't want to see people uniting together they definitely want to see people be more divided so i could definitely see like there's some agencies out there where like you know there i i could believe that there is some sort of tie down with the military complex where like they want the war or some sort of confrontation to keep on continuing no uniting, only chaos. Okay. So, are you siding with Putin? Then is that what you're saying? Well, I guess I would. I mean, you a Putin supporter? Man, you really, you really doing the 180, bro. You you started off full Democrat. You were proud, wearing the proud blue flag and all that shit. Now look at you, look at you, man. I'm proud of you. You have. You're not woke. You have been. <laughs> you have awakened. You have awakened to the disaster that these Democrats have fueled society for the last. What has it been? Maybe. I want to say almost eight years, bro. All the bullshit, all the lies that they fed everybody. Mm-mm-mm. It's all coming to fruition right now. Truth. It 2024 is truth, bro. The truth is coming out. I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are, some people are starting to wake up to the fact that, like, you know, shit is becoming a lot more uh, chaotic than what it used to be, and with the way things are heading, I mean, shit, man, I think it's only going to be a good time for for some, and it's going to be bad for a lot of people. Okay, who's it going to be bad for? Please. Explain. Who? It's going to be bad for the poor middle class. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we know that. But how bad is it right now, bro? Talk to me. Please, please, please tell me. Because all I've seen is a lot of shit coming out on social media, even the legacy media. And it's like, bro... I fucking said it. Well, not not even me, bro. I just see, and I've started with, you know, people who actually look at the facts and see what's going on. And, you know, with the special counsel's uh, uh, recent saying that, you know, Biden's basically not there, bro. He, he doesn't He doesn't even remember he's, him being vice president, bro. Like, if that doesn't scare y'all, and y'all want to keep voting for this idiot, like, you know he's not making the, cha- the the decisions he's he's been putting up, and the fact that this is where I was leading up to. How do how do people want to vote for a man who's not cognitively there? How, like his age? We've been saying it for the last three years. This motherfucker's not there. It's clear. We we caught him on video. He is not mentally there. He is beyond. Okay, if we if we were to put it into perspective, there's companies out there that will not hire a man who's in his 80s because of this same reason. They're cognitively not going to be able to perform the jobs or the duties that are given to them. So what makes you think this man is able to do that when he's proven time and time and time and time again that he cannot perform this job. 
Yeah, there's. I mean, he's he's like, uh, they kind of, you know, there's another aspect to it. Um, and they were looking at the data. They were saying that, you know, in order to kind of be reelected as a president, you've got to have a higher approval rating higher than forty percent. If mm-hmm. a president has lower than forty percent, um, you're probably not going to get reelected. Well, actually, no president has ever got reelected. If you have a a lower a lower popularity than um than a forty percent, that's mm-hmm. why I'm thinking that like with the the people who are running behind the scenes, powering on the Democratic side, they know that like well, if all the stuff that we're putting up is making him look bad, and he's going up against a rivalry that he already played against, but now people are going to be favoring him. You know, it would make more sense to drop him and swap him up with a whole new. That's why, like, some people were suggesting that uh, they were suggesting Michelle get into get get into the candidacy, uh, get into like the presidency, and hit her and Newsom in order to beat Trump. And I was like, okay, with that power dynamic, yes, that would be, but. I feel like they would low key have to like, well, we're gonna have to basically uh, blackmail you in order to basically force this. Or they could do something where like someone else suggested, which <laughs> it was my, it was almost mind boggling. So I was like, bro, dude, they would have to change their whole like the the Trump team would have to change their whole thing if they follow this away. The whole thing that uh, I think I was checking out was like. They take uh, the premise of the border's a problem, so they put all of their energy into fixing to border and putting all the policies that basically Trump was trying to do with the border, you put, you put all that money into there instead of actually focusing on the war. And I was like, they're not going to allow that to happen. They're not going to let you to put all that money into Dude. the actual border. But I was, I was like... Nah, they're not. They're not that damn desperate. Not they yet. Just, yeah, not yet. But it was like they were. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, they wanted this. Ma- they wanted this man in office so he could be the, uh, you know, their uh, their grandpa, their grandpa sitting in, so they could basically do whatever mess that they're trying to do before, you know. As we've been talking about, you know, more of this corruption coming out. Yeah, well, I mean, your idea is not, or your, your, you know, your prediction, if they were to take that route, is not far off. But I doubt they would be successful with it. The reason why I'm saying that is because if they were to take the whole immigration problem by the reins right now, <clears throat> no, man. If it, even if it was Michelle Obama, the reason why I'm saying that is because there's a lot of people that have already found out that under the Obama's administration, motherfuckers was getting deported left and right. He had the highest deportation rate in in American history. <clears throat> so for him to, or for Michelle to come in, I I doubt they'll get such positive feedback, especially because these policies, whatever has been, been happening, <clears throat> it will be blown up. It would be out in the open for everybody to see where these policies were already trying to be, or Trump was actually trying to implement this to avoid the problems that happened. So now to correct their bullshit, now they're taking his, his ideas for policies and trying to implement them. It's like, no, like, you guys had your shot three years in, and now all of a sudden you want to take executive action for this shit? Like, Biden administration has been trashed all three but, years. But I don't, I, but I, I, like, even though I was like, uh, this was like, uh, this was like another group, I was like, I was just trying, was hearing out their idea about them focusing on trying to border. I just feel like, that I feel like they're not even going to go that way because, like, uh, I remember, I think it was maybe two days ago. Yeah, uh, someone they had recorded a whole bunch of migrants, and they're uh, they were asking, you know, like, oh yeah, who you're going to vote for, 
And believe it or not, there's about like 13, 14 states where like you don't need no ID in order to vote. And I was like, mm, so this is what it is. You just overwhelm the system with a whole bunch of new people coming in. And even if you basically just push aside all these other groups that don't want to vote for you, the the new people who are coming into the country will be basically be the new uh, voters to replace them. So you send them into those you send them into those states where like they don't need no ID. So you basically get them on mass, which is like, <sighs> yeah, that's that's why because. They don't. They want the focus to be different from what happened in the last election, which was stolen. By the way, there's so much evidence that's already out there that it's been stolen. That these motherfuckers were having dead people vote for Democratic candidates. So there's proof. There is fucking proof for that. It's everywhere. So now to avoid such a problem to happen again, they're they're. I, I feel like they opened the borders up, let these people in, give them residencies, let them vote, but they got to vote only. Only one candidate, and that would be the Democrats or the Democrats. I'm sorry. Right. So I'm like, this is this is fucking. Again, I haven't looked this up. If this is treason, people need to fucking say some shit, bro. Because this is some bullshit. Because you and know all they... the crap that they're starting to do just to try to fucking put Trump in prison, take him off the ballot, and all that stuff. Come on, bro. This is how I know they're desperate to try to win this next election, especially with. Everything that's been coming out. The special counsel said he's not not mentally there. Like, how do we have somebody in office who's handling foreign affairs and domestic affairs who who can't even fucking do his job? He should be in a retirement home. He's done. He's clocked out. Give put him away. Like, we need younger people up up in office, man. And you know, that's one thing where I'm like, is I agree with people like. Trump, he may have great policies or whatever, but he, him too, man. He's getting up there in age, or I think he's what, he's like in his seventies, right? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. I'm like, come on, bro. We need younger people to run for office. Like, what are we doing? People over seventy, you really want to give them the reins to to run a country, bro? Really? That, that's how you want to do it? I mean, if you guys can't even trust an Uber driver who's like seventy five years old. You're gonna trust a 75 year old to run the country. That that's what you're saying. Like makes no sense to me, bro. Like we gotta start. I feel American people need to start really focusing. How Killer Mike said this in an interview. He said, "Close your eyes and listen to policies. It's not about voting for oh I like this person or oh this cool is this person's cool. Like no, it's not even about that. It's the policies. What policies are they bringing to the table? What benefit are we going to get from that? This is not about who's more popular. Who are we going to hate against? Who? This is not entertainment. This is this is business. This is freaking stuff to run the the country, the states. So this is what we need to focus on. It's not about oh, this person's racist, so I'm not going to vote for him. Like that. That's child's play. Like that. This is not that. This is more. What are you bringing to the table that's going to benefit the American people? Yeah, because I mean, <clears throat> I think they're got recordings. I think it's over, it's over twenty million people that passed over the the border since this administration started. And they're not all good, bro. They've been getting hella bad publicity, bro. I I know. I mean. I mean, even, uh, I think, what was it, uh, they even had, dude, it seems like they're getting everyone going through the border. I mean, even, uh, what was the Chinese are like, oh, yeah, we know there's certain points that go across the border. Yeah. <laughs> You're seeing families passing through there. But, uh, man, uh, what, what what else you saw this week? Aside from Biden, I, I saw that where they've had a TikTok video showing people how to fucking cross the border. I thought that shit was crazy, bro. I was like, man, what the fuck is going on here? And, and of course, that's not taken down because TikTok is owned by who? It's owned by the Chinese. So, 
you know that's not going to come down anytime soon. No. And I did see that, uh, like you were saying, a lot of Chinese migrants are coming over. And that's where I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm a little scared for that one, bro. Motherfuckers know how to hack into anything. I didn't notice, but uh, I saw that there's a lot of Chinese people who know how to hack into things. So if we were to ever enter war against China, they would hack into all of our systems and pretty much take us down from the inside. That may be, you know, a very far-fetched idea, but it is possible. If you see the amount of immigrants that are coming from China and all male from what I've seen, I, you could tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong, uh, but what I've seen is just all male coming in. They're not even like drop down poor you see them wearing some pretty nice clothing uh there's some shit bro we're gonna get fucked if Look, something were to happen bro <laughs> i'm just saying that like, so, like that kind of contribute well i mean they're having somewhat a similar problem like what japan is mm-hmm. um a lot of those especially in china a lot of those men they're actually having trouble finding wives and you know they had that one that one child act policy for so long that like um i feel like it kind of it backfired on their country's uh real estate because you know they had all these they were building all these buildings but like you know you're not having enough you're, you're not having enough people having babies in order to fill in all of these apartment rooms and you know they're kind of going through their mm-hmm. own crisis where like you got one of your biggest retail developers is basically collapsing on its own debt, which seems to say it's a similar experience with the U.S. because uh, the U.S. debt is growing larger. And in fact, they were saying um, that our debt now is at, is a, is exceeding what the U.S. economy is actually producing in terms of actual um uh, profit margins that's going across the country. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it, bro. We don't really produce anything here anymore. You know, we don't produce anything. And and I'm not saying, you know, making uh, content and like media stuff like that's not producing. I'm I'm talking about physical things like producing, you know, or manufacturing new products, manufacturing products here where it, it, it's a lot less for to charge and stuff like that. We don't do anything like that anymore, bro. I, I know. And I did see another post that, um, you know, kind of like to uh, get back at China, which I don't know how much this is going to benefit them, but trying to get back at China, U.S. is now buying more from Mexico than from China. But guess what? This is the funny part. Guess what? Um, I'm guessing that Mexico is becoming the new supply line. Yeah, but this is, this is where the funny part is. China is actually building their manufacturing facilities in Mexico, where they will now then produce whatever they have, uh, whatever they have in the market. And when the USA is like, oh, well, we'll get back at you guys. They're buying straight from China. Mm, but I feel, you know, not to get on the whole darker side, but that that feels like a golden opportunity. For Mexico, yeah, definitely. They they've actually <laughs> been doing pretty good with the peso, so eventually we we might yeah. as well go down there, Elijah. Shit, fuck this country and all these woke people. They're fucking up the country, bro. Fuck this. So I mean, even though if China's going over there to build facilities and stuff like that, let not kid, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, Mexico, yeah, you're going to allow them to build that shit, but eventually, or if they already have taken over it, it's like, yeah, they let you build that shit over, but the cartels going to take over it. Nah, I doubt it. If it's bringing <laughs> prosperity to the northern land, bro, I doubt it. No, no. Nah, I really doubt it. It depends. That's why they have to check what lands they're buying. You doubt it? Yeah, bro. I seriously do. Nah. You know you know why I say that? Why? Because they're gonna fucking they're gonna fucking blackmail them and they're gonna have them put facilities underground inside those areas where 
those Chinese run is going to be controlled by cartels making drugs. Nah, I don't think so. What? Yeah, nah. Oh my God. I don't think so. It's the same thing. Like, think about it. When they have, <clears throat> when they have new uh, businesses out here, like Google, when they got the new uh, their office building here in Chicago, right? You no, know, Chicago's known for crime, bro. Like every anywhere in the U.S., they know Chicago's filled with crime. <clears throat> when they were making that transition, ain't no gang taking over that, bro. No matter how powerful they are, they're not taking over that building. <laughs> okay, you know. You see what I'm saying? It's like, so I, I highly doubt anything would happen. The only, the only reason why I'm saying that is because, like, anytime you have another foreign entity come into another land, and especially if it's being run, I mean, if it's being, it's supposed to be run by the government, but, like, you see who the, the, the power players who be behind the scenes, and you got the corruption, just like how you got you got some corruption in the U.S. You got corruption in Mexico. Don't you think that, like, even though, like, yeah, they control those facilities, but you know, really, the the cartel just only got to bide their time. Eh, nah. Ah, uh, look. The only reason why I say that is because. Mexico News talks shit about the gangs here in the U.S. The U.S. <laughs> talks shit about the cartel down in Mexico, but... Really? Yeah. This the same shit, back and forth. Hmm. Alright. Um. Anything else that kind of went on this, uh... This crazy week that you saw? Um. Hmm. So it was Biden's bullshit for the political theatrics, uh, the TikTok with the migrants and shit, and <clears throat> we talk about Super Bowl and the U.S. buying more from Mexico. Uh, aside from that, I mean, I think that's 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 a pretty crazy week in my book. And again, I, we're not even halfway into the fucking year, bro. So it's getting crazy. Do you know the 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 CEO of OpenAI was asking to get a seven trillion dollar? <laughs> what? <laughs> he was asking for seven as a seven trillion dollars as an investment into chip making, and I'm like, oh shit! I was like, bro. It sounds like you want that war to happen. Dude. <laughs> oh, no. Look, right now that you mentioned that, too, and I'm going a little off topic. Uh, I did notice that Bard, you know, the uh, Google AI? Yeah. Called Bard. Well, they recently changed it to Gemini. And I'm assuming the change was because they've been working with Samsung to build this uh, this powerful AI to be implemented into everybody's phones. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Having AI in our phones, is that a way to just kind of like reduce the amount of speculation that we have against AI? So that way companies in the world can go, you know go full on full speed into AI and develop all types of shit or do you think it's just a cool tool to have on our phones to help us to just use it on our everyday life you know I feel like it's really just another way just to spy on everyone yeah it makes sense it's just like it's literally like you're you're opening a, a pit and the amount of data that you're going to receive is going to be enormous. I just feel like it's just pushing us closer uh, closer to the dystopia that I feel like some people are like, we're reaching the point where like, 
the world that we live in today is changing rapidly, but it just feels like it's not as uh, pleasant to live in as it is. Because, I mean, I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, I noticed that once the, what was the, the Vision Pro was coming out, uh, some people were blatantly walking around with that on their head out in the public, especially in urban environments. And I was like, you shouldn't even do something like that because you're literally saying out loud, please rob me. Yeah, $4,000 gear, bro. (laughs) And with the way some people, I mean, not the way some, a lot of people are struggling and you're running, you're walking around with that on your head. You're just asking for someone just to rip that off your face and red off. And do not put it past someone to be like, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after I was like, I mean, uh, what was it? Uh, what was going on? Uh, oh my, what was going on with uh, California? And they were selling. Uh, they had this one person that walked into the Apple store and he sold like 20 phones that were just display samples and the cop was right outside and he didn't do it. He, well, he was outside in his vehicle and he didn't, he didn't stop the person because he stole more than $900. Damn. And I was like, if that person did that and you're just walking around blatantly, you know, just like where yourself cutting you off i it just seems like we already got a new form of zombie going on dude it's gonna be look once they start dropping that price tag on that vision pro stuff we'll start seeing that more often in the streets i guess you can say i i think it'll catch on people will start wearing it doing all these other things <sighs> Don't get me wrong. It's It's cool. Tech is cool, but I think we're slowly keeping ourselves divided. We're losing what is known, and it's plain and simple. One word. Can you guess it? Our humanism? Oh, well, yeah, that too. But there's one thing that we're losing and we're giving it all up. Control. No, no, no. Free will? No, no, no. No. One word. One word. Please sum up all of them, yeah. That will sum up all of them. Oh, my God. Uh, Shit. Uh, Our... Individuals? Nope. Privacy, bro. Privacy. We are losing our privacy. Oh, yeah. Ties into free will because by us giving up our privacy, we are in the. We are the. I guess you could say the employees of the employer who will control what we say, what we do, and how how we think by by using their system. So we're losing a lot of things. And privacy is a big one because, yeah, okay, cool. You can talk to somebody on an instant using Avatar or whatever. But at the same time, you can't just meet up with that person you know, drink coffee or whatever you're doing and be there in real, as a real person next to that person speaking with an open mind and talking things. You know what I mean? Like, we're losing all this stuff, bro. You're absolutely right. I can't believe I forgot about that. Because if you, if, if, I mean, I mean, you're just talking with just, just trying to just do something just imagine if you're just trying to buy something. Like, it's all coming to a head to where, like, anything that you basically purchase in the future, they're going to know. But it's not just only that. It's like, if you're trying to do, like, shady stuff, 
your accounts automatically going to be flagged right away because they're going to know. So that whole privacy of like, you know, uh, anything you're trying to do digitally, um, they're really they're really going to know. And I feel like really the one main solution, if you kind of want to get away and you want your privacy, you will have to disown everything and live off grid. Yeah. Anything, anything, anything that's tied to the market right now, you would have to just give it up because uh, they were uh, what was it? Uh, some of uh, uh, some of the banks they've been talking about. Uh, they've been they've been they've been talking about certain uh, certain technologies out there that are going to allow them to basically be like. Well, you don't need the handouts to pay for a document anymore because all your documents are now digital. And so, you know, it's the thing of the past. So it's like it is setting a, it, it feels like it's setting upon the stage of, of these new technologies are emerging. People are like, oh, that's kind of cool. But a lot of people are going to accept these technologies because it's going to feel like it's making their lives more convenient. While there's going to be, there's definitely going to be a handful, probably of towns of people who are going to be like, we're going to resist accepting these new technologies. And the people who are at the top are like, okay, cool. You're going to be left behind. Hmm. Just come back to us when you, uh, you're ready to, uh, Accept your mark. Yeah, man. I mean, things. I just don't know. I, I don't know if we're headed down the right path, to be quite honest. And I feel we need more critical thinking involved. You know, that's why I'm very adamant about trying to get people to really think for themselves and think critically before following some kind of narrative or the propaganda that's always being exposed to us in our, in our everyday life. Um, you know, us as millennials, since we, we, we grew up with the early days of technology, we should be more aware of everything to that happens around us. The newer generation, they don't know a world without tech. They grew up with the touchscreens, the smartphones, and everything already there for them. We didn't grow up with that, you know? It was right. a little different. So we have to set the example and actually teach these youngins that, you know, yeah, technology is great and everything, but you know how much you're losing? Do you know how it affects your everyday life if, if you give these people too much power of your life? Like, do you understand that? You're being programmed. That's what you're being, what's being done to you because these things are being thrown at you left and right whenever you're on social media or whenever you're on YouTube all these ads and everything is being thrown at you while you don't think it's affecting you. It really is because now you're, you subconsciously you're being programmed. Think some kind of narrative is correct. When, when you really think about it, you think about it by taking a step back and actually analyzing what you saw. That's when, uh, that's what these companies do not want you to do. So you're, Yep, you're absolutely right. Uh, I think, I forgot what was the name of the book, but they talked about something like that where, like, um, with people basically growing up with these technologies, you have been conditioned to be thinking, this is all there is, and this is everything. You know, it's fortunate for the, the millennials and younger generations, we didn't have this type of exposure, so we kind of knew what life was before a lot of these technologies started to come out. Yeah. But that's why I, I try to be that person. Um, I, that's why I don't like, you know, parents who just let their kids, like like Generation Alpha, you know, my daughter's Generation Alpha. Um, I don't like how some parents just, oh, well, here's the phone. Here, shut up. Oh, here's this. Here's that. No. Kids need to experience boredom because out of boredom comes their their imagination, their thinking. They're actually thinking for themselves what they want to do. They start realizing a lot more things about themselves. Not just that. It's just why it's so easy. 
I get it. It's so easy to just give them the phone. Here, watch this. It's so easy to do that. But we need to have some kind of standards as to how are we, well, at least this is what I think. We need to have some, because I I let my daughter, or more of my wife, she lets her play with the tablet on very rare times. We let her watch movies. We let her watch her TV shows and stuff. But at a, you know, kind of like how our parents were, at to, to an extent, we let you do that. But obviously, if you're not behaving, then you're not going to see none of this or none of that. Don't ask me for it and don't bother me with it. You, get, It's like the other day I told my daughter, I'm like, no, you're not going to watch TV right now. You, like, this was, uh, what, after Christmas. Like, you have a shit ton of toys. You tell me you want to watch this right now, and I'm, I'll go in your room with garbage bag, throw all that shit out. So what do you want? And I, it's kind of like I, I, I forced it upon her, and she thought about it. Because she really did think. And she was just like, okay, I'm, I'll go play. I was like, all right, there you go. Problem solved. Because she knows. It's like... It's so to me, I find it stupid if, to have all those toys there. If all she wants to do is just play with their play with the phone or a tablet, I'm like, nah, I'm gonna clean that shit out. And that's kind of how I put my daughter. It's like, okay, well, you want to go outside? We can go for a walk or something. When whenever I see her bored and she's just not doing anything, what I've really put onto my daughter though is uh-huh. that she likes to read. That's one thing because her room, I have a like a bookcase in there for her, which yeah. was mine when I was a kid. Nothing but all her books in there. I'm like, all right, you got a shit ton of books. There you go. And she's always ready to read. She wants to read all the time. And uh, she, you know, when we go to the library, she knows they, they have like a little uh, play area for kids. They have the computers and stuff. There, I kind of, I'm I'm a little more lenient. I'm like, all right, whatever, go, go have your fun. But she knows before we leave. She even asked me, are we going to pick out books? I'm like, well, let's pick out books then. And she's ready to pick out books. I'm like, dude, I know I'm not the only child that grew up with some some sense of something like that or something similar. Like, We need to implement these same ideas to the next generation because, again, it's like what I'm saying. Technology is already there, and it's so easy for them to just pick it up and be programmed. You're right. And, and, and I hate when parents are like, oh, well, I don't know why they have these ideas. I don't know why this. Well, it's because you gave them the fucking phone. You gave them the tablet. You didn't put restrictions. This is your fault. You let somebody else program your kid. If you want that kid to grow up with the ideals and principles and morals, values, all this other shit like you did, you need to put in the work too. You're letting somebody else take care of that right now. You're right. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's like don't 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 blame the kid. It's your parenting. Um, but that that's just me, man. I I see things a little different because, I mean, again, I mean, growing up, any millennial. This what this is why it, it sometimes irritates me with our generation. Like every millennial, we grew up with no technology, and we were happy. So if these kids growing up are not happy, it's because we, because, well, yeah, millennials right now, we're all like 30 right now. Um, because we have allowed our kids, or the next generation, I should say, to just be programmed by this this technology that's already available for them. We've allowed it. So when I hear people be like, oh, no, well, it's because he's always like that. I'm like, uh-uh, you fucking allowed that shit. You're the parent, not him or her. So, oh, man, that's that's just me. That's that's one of the things where I always think about all the time. Like, like don't get me wrong. I love tech, too. I love it. Yeah. But there got to be some limits. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Yeah, I feel like in the instance, especially the example you gave, uh, I I feel like because Steve Jobs, he was exactly like that with his kids. He didn't want, he didn't, you know, he was definitely putting restrictions on, um, uh, when they when his kids were able to get it, and I felt like he was even stricter because it was like 
he even though he knew he was running a major company, he didn't really want his kids really messing, especially with the tablet. Because um, he saw, I guess in his eyes, he saw how destructive the technology kind of gets in the way of the learning development that the kids are growing up with. And I mean, a lot of a lot of the people that were growing up when they these technologies weren't around, you know, a lot of times with that boredom, you you just you went and did other things to get out of that boredom. Like yeah. I especially remember, you know, uh, going outside, riding my bikes, and you know, dealing with the the plant and the animals life that was out there, and you know. Learning things a little bit about nature, um, you know, kind of to help time, you know, pass by. Yeah, that's see, that's same with me, bro. You, you know what I did when I was bored? I pick up a basketball. You know, I was what like thirteen. Uh-huh. I just be like, well, I ain't got shit to do. You know, I'm just gonna go to the park and play with the ball, shoot some hoops, and just be outside. And you, you know what happened? Almost ninety percent of the time. I'm out there hooping. More kids come, and we would start playing ball, and some, and even my friends would start just showing up. Some of my friends already knew I would be playing ball when it was nice uh-huh. and hot outside, so they just show up and they knew I was there. Mm. So it's like, it's like, come on, bro! Like, you guys want to feel connected? That's connected. You're actually having some physical connection. With another human being, not through some fucking, you know, camera through a phone or some something, you know, right? Like something that's like, like you're making you're making that connection that's like real. You got nothing covering your face. Mm-hmm. You're actually living in the moment rather than, and, and you're facing reality head on rather than just like, yeah, let me just artificially just look at all these people being fake or being somewhat happy or try to prescribe that they're happy online while they're actually, uh, they're actually miserable, in, you know, in reality. Yeah. And you know, there's actually, I, I, okay. So I wrote this article it's like, it's, uh, it's on my blog on Medium where I, I've, I've been putting some stuff out. Um, if you want to read up on some of the stuff that I write about, it's on uh, check my X page. I have a link there. Anyway, uh-huh. my one of the recent ones that I wrote was I know there's journal apps that can be used uh, whenever you're on your phone or whatever to, I, I don't know, diary journal your life journals whatever uh-huh. I wrote an article saying why a physical journal is better than using an app all I'm going to say is I've had a better experience to write on something physical than writing on a phone when it comes to journaling because if I'm typing some article obviously it's on the fucking computer because I, I, I write in cursive, and I know not everybody reads cursive. So it's a lot easier for me to just type it. Like There's there's times and things where, you know, you got to separate them. So if I'm typing up a paper, obviously that's on the computer. But if I'm writing something coming out of me, it's going to be on a physical journal. Just because it helps me organize my things, helps me organize my thoughts, gives me clarity. And it's me. It's me on there and not something digitally where I think somebody's going to, I don't know, if somebody were to hack it, I don't want to look fucking stupid. At least on my physical journals, I know it's me and nobody else is going to read that shit because nobody has access to it. So, I mean, I wrote that journal to kind of explaining some of these things. And I guarantee if anybody ever tries to, you know, write on a physical journal or are thinking about switching over, do it. It'll change your life. It'll change your train of thought. It'll give you that space, that mental space for you to be yourself and give you that clarity in your life and gives you when you're actually, because you're actually thinking what you're going to write instead of just going on a rant and spitting something where oh, I'm just going to press record and going on a rant. I'm like, 
no, it's not that simple. It's sometimes some of those, you have some of those journals that are like that, but then there's others where you really want to think about some of your thoughts, maybe some some stoic thoughts. I don't know. So, so you write about your daily life and how you actually feel about it. It's more personal, uh, I'd like to say. Yeah, I didn't know that you uh, kept a journal because, um, believe it or not, I I actually do uh, have a journal that I keep and I write in it time to time. Um, I've actually been doing it for more than ten years. And what is your what is your experience? Because I I've been doing it for already. It'll be five years. Uh, this uh, June. For the most part, almost everything you said is basically spot on. Like, it gives you that reflection point, but then at the same time, you know, no one can hack regular paper. I mean, <laughs> until that happens, those secrets are safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's safe, bro. Plus, it just feels nice to actually write and not have a fucking screen just beaming fucking shit at your face and your eyes. It, it's it's just nice. It's a like a very tranquil moment, you know. Yeah, I just feel like as as things get more advanced, I just feel closer and closer. We need to have like either a day or maybe a holiday or something where like. We are not on looking at screens for an entire day or something, so we can kind of give ourselves a break because it just feels like there's it's just almost like you're not even run you're you can't even really get away from it, um, you know, unless you like you just like you know I don't know you just you know just chuck all your technology outside the window and uh, you be like I don't got nothing I I only use everything that's uh I can physically touch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get you. But again, it's like it's like I said, we need to start setting examples because we are we do come from a generation where we grew up with technology, but we also grew up without it at the same time. So Oh, and speaking of which there's one other thing. Um it did it didn't happen this week. I think it happened last it, it was it was the I think it was the last or second last week of January. Uh, they just completed the uh the first uh the first humans to be getting the Neuralink. Oh no! So Hold think me. about it. See, it's, it's that, that like that goes back right back to the whole journal thing. Like, think about it. You're able to have your take your time in order to basically write down those type type of things on the paper. Well, then this is another aspect where like you know. Having that journal not only kind of just keeps the time that you have reflected on paper, but at the same time, you know, your mind is not connected to anything. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like in some ways people need to need to stop being plugged in. What Elijah? That's what you're saying. (laughs) Detox themselves from. Get the plug out. Stop being plugged in. You, y'all need some fucking sunshine. Go outside for a walk with no phone. Fuck out of here. That's what. I'm with you, man. 100. percent Yeah, you're right. It's just, oh man, this whole tech thing, man. People are just giving in and letting go, and I'm like, man, where's your sense of humanity, bro? Come on. The same thing with uh, why sometimes with the Gen Z stuff, like people are like they're lazy and they're all this. I'm like, no, 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 no. I may have been wrong too in some of the things I've said, but the more I look at, it, I'm like, no, they are probably like that because they see that there needs to be a work work life balance, you know. And the past generations have just allowed corporations to brainwash them to think that no you just got to work and that's it and i think the new generation right now they're more like yeah no fuck that we need work-life balance most definitely um i I remember seeing i think there was a this video was on youtube this lady was talking like 
So the 1% that rule the world um, tells the 4% of the puppets the information that they need so they can pass down to the 90% of the sheep. And then the 5% that's left, they're trying to wake up the sheep to know that, hey, man, they're telling you something else that <laughs> you actually need to hear. This is what you need to hear instead. Yeah, boy. And, oh. yeah, it's, uh, man, it's you know, madness. Madness? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Anyway, man, I was actually going to bring something up, but I completely forgot, so I'll probably have to remember it and write it down so I can mention it in the next episode. I know there was something, and it's bugging me. It's been bugging me for a bit, this whole conversation Wait. we've been having. What's up, man? Wait, it's been bugging you. What? You're saying the... You say something... What you, You've been saying something's been bugging you. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I had a, something that I had to say, but I forgot... I, I, I can't, like, I, I forgot. I don't know what it is, but it'll come back to me, and I'll, I'll have to bring it up for the next session or the next uh, next episode. On that, man, um, any any conclusion, conclusive thoughts right now? Anything to add that you, that you wish to add? Um, I think, uh, well, there's probably, like, two conclusion thoughts. The, the first one... Uh-huh. Is um people the the digital life isn't everything. Sometimes it's better just to get out there and just go for a walk. Let's see how people are acting without their phones. Mm-hmm. It's just like what you said. People need to unplug themselves for a bit, get away from the stuff. Because I mean, I'm telling you, dude. I think you're all right, man. Um. That mental therapy is going to be needed. I'm only seeing what that, uh, with those, with everyone, if you got a lot of people on those, wearing, wearing these devices in their head, the distinction from what is real and what is not is becoming harder and harder. And once they pile the fact that, like, we got these motherfuckers. Purely, yeah. like they're stuck on it all the time, and all your time is being consumed by it. You're gonna think that everything that you see on there is real, and whatever happening in reality is not real. And it, I feel like it's gonna be a, it's going to be a growing issue that's gonna be more problematic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I want to say is. Um, we do have, we do have a new service. Um, it's called HDM. It's called Human Development Mastermind. Um, check it out if you're interested. It's on Toxic Sessions. All right. Um, yeah, me, um, I, I mean, I pretty much laid it out on the table for everybody. The only thing I want to add is that, you know, I've, I've started to, write more and put some of more of my thoughts and kind of what I see everyday life. You know, I'm always trying to make sense of what I see, try to rationalize it, see what's going on and understand people in general as to why they make the choices they make. Um, also it, yeah, my, like I said earlier, my, I'm writing blogs. They're on uh medium. Uh, they're on my X profile for the link. You know, some of them are free, some of them are not. It really depends uh, what I'm trying to put out there for everybody to read. But other than that, man, uh, I think I'm all set. I'm good. I'm ready for the Super Bowl tomorrow. And this episode should be out uh, today, late, a little later today. Okay. Yeah, I, I, really don't, I really don't have anything else to say other than, yeah, the Super Bowl... Yeah, man. I just, I just want my Forty ers to win. I, I just like, this man. I, not Mahomes, I've never, bro. Chief. I've, ne- Chief. I've never seen Chief. that one. I've always been rooting for them, and like, you get so close. No, no. 
and you get burned. <laughs> nah, Chief's gonna get this dub, boy. I hope, I, hope so. I hope so. I mean, they're the favorites. That's what I'm hearing, but a lot of people in Vegas was was betting against them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what happens tomorrow, man. Well, I'm out, man. Peace. Yes. Peace.